This is the Marketing for Learning podcast, the only podcast in the world that's guaranteed to increase your knowledge, skills, and capabilities when it comes to marketing for learning. Plus, there's a gratuitous amount of pineapples. You're welcome. Well, hello. Here we are, a new year, a new you, a new learning function, and a new fresh look into the world of marketing for learning. And if you haven't got a whole huge amount of newness in the things I described, at least we're starting 2024 off right with a marketing mindset and a lens on failure. So I've been thinking about new episodes that we can do for you guys that isn't just obviously always focused on marketing theory and strategy and tactics, which of course all very, very useful. Um, But I got to the point where I thought actually, you know, one of mine and Hannah's best aspects as experienced marketers is our learnings from our time as marketers. You know, I've been a marketer for over a decade and I'd like to think I'm pretty good at it. Um, but the reason I am pretty good at that, at it, is because I've made a lot of mistakes and I've f***ed up. I'm going to beep it out, don't worry. Um, more times than I can count. And those mistakes have really taught me some very critical and important lessons and um, established some very baseline ways of doing and thinking when I do my marketing strategies, my campaigns, my creative work, my strategic work. Um, and I wanted to talk, I'm going to make this a regular series, not all the time, but I want to talk about my marketing mishaps and my failures, um, and share with you some of the learnings that I've made from those, because actually it's where we learn, you know, it's something that Hannah and I have talked about a lot, like not fearing failure and really embracing the ability to have the space to fail and learn from our mistakes is really, really, really important. Um, especially as you start to get your head around this marketing lock, you need to start trying things and you need to, you know, sometimes build the plane as you're flying it. And so failure is a really important part of learning and evolving our ways of doing and thinking. So I really thought that maybe you could learn from some of my mistakes, perhaps not make those ones, um, but make your own mistakes and learn from them. So without further ado, this is my first ever marketing mishap podcast episode, um, and I'm going to talk you through one of my trials by fire. So when I first started out in marketing, um, I was not a marketer by trade, skill, or even passion. I had been snowboarding for about five years after university, living a very hedonistic life, chasing after snow and lived in a variety of different countries. And once I stopped doing that, um, I started working in recruitment. And whilst I was quite good at recruitment, I disliked it immensely. (laughs) I didn't like the reputation. I always felt quite ashamed of uh, saying what I did. There was a massive stigma around being a recruitment consultant. Um, But funnily enough, I recruited for a lot of marketers in that role and started to get a bit of a clearer lens as to what a marketer would do on a day-to-day basis. And I loved the look of it. Uh, I did a degree in script writing and media production. And so I was quite passionate about writing. 
and I thought, oh, you know, writing for a living, yeah, that's always what I've wanted to do, you know, maybe this, this is a thing I can actually do, and I can write for the rest of my life and get paid to do it, that's mint, um, so managed to sweet talk a, lo- a wonderful company called Kineo, um, to give me a job as a marketing coordinator, inexperienced, but really hungry to learn and enthusiastic. So imagine this, I start working at Kineo, I don't know anything about marketing, I don't know anything about learning technology either, um, so the, even the acronyms of LMS and e-learning at the time was just like a brave new world that I knew nothing about. So the first good few months of my role in marketing there as a coordinator was really getting my head around the products, the industry, what was going on, all the different language that was being used so that I could effectively uh, leverage that jargon and speak to our audience in a knowledgeable way. If I was going to write content for a a director of learning, um, I need to know my stuff. So once I'd kind of got my head around... um, everything and it did take a while this is this is a confusing industry if you're new to it anyone who's uh, been there then I started to actually do some marketing so you guys might be similar at the moment you know you're 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 at a phase where you're doing a lot of information gathering you're learning a lot about marketing um, but you're only maybe dabbling here and there and trying some things I started to actually do uh, some marketing, you know, building out some emails, writing some blogs, managing the website, doing the social media, that sort of stuff. Um, and one of the biggest mistakes or learning opportunities that I had whilst I was in that role was actually because I was young and I was naive, I guess, in, in marketing, I took what people said at face value. I took what they said about the audience as gospel. So obviously collaborated a lot with, you know, different functions across the business, primarily sales, product, graphic design, um, learning design. And a lot of those individuals really passionate about their jobs, really enthusiastic about what they're doing, making change um, through learning products and learning technologies. I listened to them when they told me who the audience was, what they wanted, what they needed, what they identified with, what challenges they were overcoming, and generally what the industry had appetite for. And this was a huge mistake. The reason it was such a massive mistake was because I was listening to people who were looking and talk, talking to customers and looking through their own functions lens. So a salesperson is going to have a slightly different conversation with a potential client or a prospect or even a customer than a marketing function would. So this view, um, first of all, is mostly just people's objective opinion, subjective opinions, even not objective. Um, rarely based in any evidential fact in my experience um, is often much more kind of anecdotal information and that becomes quite problematic because whilst these people totally believe what they're telling you and they believe it's correct there is no real substance behind what they're saying and while some of it may be absolutely accurate what you may find is that because it's not looked through the marketing lens it lacks poignancy, it lacks relevancy, 
it makes it really, really difficult for you to answer things like the why and the what's in it for me. You know, the stuff that we know makes your marketing really credible and create resonance. I didn't have that knowledge and I didn't have that understanding. My foundation was all wrong. I started from the wrong springboard. And so when I actually started doing marketing, I started to realize that some of the things I was doing just wasn't really having the impact that we were hoping for. And that was because I was using other people's opinions to inform what I should do in marketing. Does this sound familiar at all to you? Because whilst, so there's a twofold thing here, one that applies to marketing and one that applies marketing for learning and one that applies to learning strategy. Let's talk about the learning strategy piece first. I see a lot that our industry is still very much an order taker, i.e. someone else in the business comes and tells you what they need you to do. I have a requirement for X. I mean, even down to sometimes we need an hour learning module on X, Y, or Z. Um, And the problem with that is they have a perceived need. But that doesn't mean that you as a learning function are specifically aligned to that need. Um, And I do think, you know, this comes down to the performance consulting piece and many other things. But, you know, my learnings from not just taking what people say at face value, and basing it a little bit more in some data, some facts, some substance, you know, does their, does their request align with business impact? Does their request align with business strategy and business goals? You know, are these things, you know, are these things being considered when these requests are being made? Do not let other stakeholders across the business lead you down the garden path, especially when it comes to your learning strategy. But further to that, Make sure that you're doing your own research about your audiences too, especially when it comes to marketing. It is not enough for the anecdotal conversation that someone in your team had once with a team of 10 people and and they said that they really liked learning and, and they're all aware of it. So, you know, you definitely don't need to do anything else. You know, you need to do your own research around your audience. You know, some of this stuff can absolutely help in terms of building out your personas. But there should also be just some additional research that you do, market research. What's, you know, what's your actual audience saying? What are their challenges? You know, not to necessarily build personas, but just to deepen your understanding of the cultural landscape of your organization. This is going to enhance and improve your marketing tenfold. So will personas. But even if you haven't done personas, deepening your understanding of your audiences beyond anecdotal evidence, anecdotal stories, um, and hearsay, I guess, for want of a better word, is going to transform your, your, your communication efforts because you're actually going to connect with people and you're going to have the right message for them at that right time. So... That's my marketing mishap really is being led up the garden path because people who mean well, um, sharing their sentiments, ideas, thoughts, feedback, input, whatever, and taking that at face value and taking it as gospel and, 
you know, whilst these, again, these insights are credible and they may have some value, but do not let them be the only bits of information that you garner about your audience. Make sure you take the time to more deeply understand your audience. You know, even if you're not going to build out personas, which I don't recommend, by the way. Um, so <laughs> anyways, that's my mishap. Thankfully, um, you know, those, those kind of early failures led me to learning even more, you know, very hungrily devoured as much information about marketing uh, strategy that I could um, using something called the HubSpot Academy. Again, not sponsored, not telling us to share that or anything. I'll put it in the show notes. It's huge now, um, but it's still an incredible resource for those starting out and trying to get their head around marketing. So I'd highly recommend going and checking that out um, as well as obviously the education part of our website. Um, But if you are eager to kind of supplement this podcast in terms of developing yourself, that would be a really good first place to go from here, I think, because it's all digital, it's all free, um, and it's all freaking awesome. There is a lot of sales stuff in there now as well, but I think you can filter out. So that would be my first tip off the back of this failure is do your own research, investigate your own audiences, collect your own data, and get the right information for the purposes of what you're trying to do. It's really, really important. Well, guys, uh, that's another short and snappy episode from me. Me and Han have a really awesome year of stuff planned for you. Um, We're calling it the year of two weddings and a baby um, because I don't know if you've heard, me and Hannah are both getting married this year. I'm getting married in March and Hannah's getting married in April and I am also 16 weeks pregnant. Um, I'm due at the end of June and so at that time I'm hoping to take a little bit more maternity leave than I did with my son Max which was eight weeks and it was rubbish. Um, and so we've got a lot planned for you uh, before I go on mat leave, but also um, once I'm off as well. You'll still hear my voice, I promise, with maybe a screaming baby in the background. Thanks so much for your time and attention, guys. As always, any questions, any thoughts, ping me your hand on LinkedIn. If there's an episode that you desperately want us to cover or a subject that you'd like us to elaborate on, or hey, even if you just have done a freaking awesome campaign and you want to come tell people on the podcast like Emma just did on the previous episode, give us a shout. We love meeting new people. Have an awesome day, whatever you guys are doing, and I will catch you on the flip side soon. Bye. Bye.